0: So I'm sure we've all had the experience of being pretty convinced that there was a certain thing that we wanted. Maybe when we were young it was a a Thor lunchbox or rollerblades or a skateboard or a certain item of clothing or a Barbie... Bratz? Bratz? A brat? Is that how you say it in singular, is it? I want a brat? a series of brats, a brat family. Uh, okay, so you want these things, okay. And what's interesting is when you get to your kind of your mid-teens and you have to actually maybe work for these things then get a job and get paid, then I think our priorities begin to change a little because you realise uh, if I have to save up for these things and actually work for them, maybe I don't really need it. You know, like you really, 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 you think you really, really, really want it but then, like, I, I can't have it now. I have to actually work for it. Um, maybe it's not so important anymore. You know, because when you're a kid, you kind of kick and scream, kick and scream, until mom or dad provide for you. And then when you get it, you go, you play it, you use the thing, and then it ends up in the garden shed with all of the other stuff. What were those... Tricyclic things that you you ride like a scissor. You have to kind of wobble it to make it go. They were like a big fad like five years ago. They're in. They're rusting in garages all over the country. Like, you know, because it, it's a, yeah, they're kind of a triangular frame, two little small wheels in the back, and you kind of shimmy it like, and then that's what made it move or something. I don't know. Anyway, I, I've seen them in all sorts of people's houses now in garages, as I say. Kids really, really, really want them. They get them. They go. Now, if you to work for these things, it's different. If you work for these things, that teaches you uh the value of things so sometimes having to have patience in order to get something it really purifies our intention it purifies our motivation patience the fact that i might have to wait for something the fact that i might have to save up for something the fact that i might have to work for something it teaches me patience and that patience purifies my intentions I remember hearing a, a talk from an american jazz city speaker called jason everett and uh, so he was talking to this girl's school, and it was all good. And after the talk, anyway, he was talking to just a, a, a bunch of the students. And this, as he would say, uh, big jock comes in, so like an American football player, uh, big into the sport and all, and protein drinks. Uh, so he comes in, and he goes, hey, you the chastity guy? And uh, uh, Jason says, uh, yes, that's me. Um so he says, I want to talk to you. So he brings, brings him over to the side. And he says, um, were you talking to my girlfriend like about waiting, before, waiting until marriage and all that kind of stuff? And he said, well, I, I may have been, yes. I was talking to the whole crowd. So yes, if she was there, then yes, I probably was. And he said, what's that about waiting for marriage? And he said to, her, he said to him, Jason said to him, why is she, is she not worth waiting for? And he goes, no. <laughs> Just really bluntly, like, No. And he said, Well, I think we've said enough. Like, why even in a relationship? So, patience purifies. Patience purifies. If I can't, if I won't have patience for this thing, then uh, my intention isn't pure, my intention isn't good. I just want to satisfy an impulse rather than love. So, patience purifies our intentions. Also, in the prayer life, when. When we pray for something, and again, uh, when we pray for people's healing and that our intentions, generally speaking, are like 95% of the time are good, we just want to see the person suffer, suffer less. We just want to see the person healed. We just want to see the person happy. So we pray for them. Uh, and we might not get at that immediately. So, what do we do? Do we say, well, this whole prayer thing doesn't work? And give up on it. Or... Do we continue to say, Lord, I still believe that you're good. I still believe that you're generous. I still believe that you're a father. I still believe that you carry us. So now my, my love for you is being purified by my patience, by the fact that I hold on and keep praying. Now my, my faith my faith is deepening. My trust is, has been given an opportunity now to just go that bit deeper. Not because I pray and I get it immediately and I pray and I get it immediately like, like a, a spoiled child, but I pray and I trust and whatever way the Lord chooses to use that prayer, in whatever timing he chooses to apply it, that's, that's up to him. But patience purifies. Patience purifies. So today, as we bring our intentions and our prayers to the Lord, as we bring the people in our hearts who are in need of great conversion or healing or consolation at this time. We do so trustingly, not in desperation. Remember uh, the superior of our sisters, Mother Agnes, saying once, she said, "Um, we shouldn't say, I've tried X and I've tried Y and I've tried Z, nothing worked, so so I suppose i will have to pray. As if prayer is like the last resort when nothing else works. Prayer should be our... First protocol, or our, our first reaction. So, we're delighted to have the opportunity to pray for this intention. And if the Lord needs me to do something, I'll do that as well. But firstly, primarily, our reaction is prayer. And if, the, as I say, the prayer isn't answered immediately, we continue to walk by faith. This is this is hard. This isn't easy. This isn't a natural reflex for us. Uh, and as I said, generally speaking, the things that we pray for, it's. Most of us I don't think there's any of us praying like for a Ferrari. There aren't, aren't any of us praying for like to win the lotto. That's the most ridiculous prayer ever. Sorry. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? <laughs> don't pray to win the lottery because the Lord will not answer that prayer. You're wasting your time, okay? Because he loves you too much. He loves you too much to give you a blast of money because it will not help you. will not make you happy. Don't even pray for it. Don't waste your time. Um, so, where was I going? just just went off on a little lottery tangent. Uh, Point being, yeah, prayer shouldn't be our last resort. It should be our first port of call. And then we have the opportunity to trust and to wait and to let the Lord act. So prayer is our opportunity. Sorry, patience purifies our prayer. Patience purifies our relationship with God. Patience purifies our how I see God and how I relate to him. So we ask the Lord today to increase our patience. Increase our love for him. So as we wait, we wait for the Lord, we do so with patience and love, knowing that he is a good, good father.